Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Game Stays Clay podcast. It's your boy Gotham with my boy Matt. Uh, late night episode here today on the uh, on the eve of the Warriors taking on the Lakers. Um, tough loss, but um, coming off a nice little five-game win streak, um, Mr. Chef Curry is back in the building, uh, back on the court. Um, before we get into everything dubs, uh, Matt, how are we doing, brother? Dude, really good. Back, and I actually don't feel too awful about the loss today. It was a tough, shitty loss, but uh, life's good, man. I'm back home in Matera. I visit my family, man. Uh, I know you're heading down this way tomorrow, dude. So uh, I am. Stuff's changing, man. Heading down, down to SoCal, enemy territory. But last year when we were in SoCal, <laughs> like, just just remind them who's who's the defending champs. That's 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 what happens when we're living in LA. Um, let's just jump right into it. Man. We missed Chuck on this one, Chuck sir. Hope you're having fun in the Windy City, Chi Town. Um, living it up, man. Hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, but Matt, let's just jump right into it, man. Um, like we said, um, coming off a five-game win streak, uh, just I know we were all. I don't want to say we. Uh, I'm gonna say I. I had the Warriors winning um, those first three games. We had a three-and-one prediction uh, to start the uh, All-Star break uh, or the post-All-Star break. You and Chuck had the uh, the measly two-and-two. Two. Um, I hit that three-and-one. Uh, the Warriors did me even more favor. Went five-and-zero in that home strand. Um, the two of those losses coming to the Lakers, obviously today, earlier today, Warriors lost by whatever the, whatever the final score was. Um, but 113, 108, something like that. Um, just another, you know, kind of felt like they had it, felt like they had their opportunities to win that game. Um, just some bad turnovers, uh, missed shots that, you know, you maybe you have come to expect some of these guys to hit, but it is what it is. The Lakers take the season series, but, um, just give me your thoughts, man. Uh, from the last time we recorded to uh, to now, where the Warriors are at, three games over five hundred, squarely in the five seed. Um, I think they're half a game up on on Dallas, I want to say, or Minnesota, whoever it is. Uh, but where are you at, man? Let's, let's just give me walk me through you through your winning streak thoughts and um, just where we're at after today. So the easy way to react for me, obviously, is the, like the sky's falling. They lost an easy road game with the Lakers didn't have the best players, and I think there's a lot of stuff to take away from this game, but. We haven't recorded this week, so I think we should start just with, hey, five and one of the last six. They had a little like little uh, winning streak sandwich in between two little bread slices that are Laker losses. They lost to the Lakers, won five, lost to the Lakers. I'll take it. You know what I mean? Five and two in that stretch with the all-star break. Um, we, again, to start with that stretch, going five and zero oh was not a thing. I, I, just, I wouldn't have – you know me, man. I, I, was, I was leading two and three at some hey, point. Man, I, I didn't that home stretch. Don't say that, man. You can't say that because, guys, I, yeah, I just want to say, if Gotham ever gets to like, spend time with any warrior, he can actually say like, "Hey, I never doubted you," and he'll actually he'll have some some uh, some ground to stand on. Whereas if I said that, like, I'm getting Jordan pooled by Draymond Green. Okay, I'm not I'm not surviving that moment. Okay, um, no, it was just an awesome stretch, man. I think for starters, I want you to touch on this, but at the very least, Clay Thompson's back. I think offensively, at least, he's back. I think. Even defensively, especially in that um, New Orleans game on Friday night, he looked awesome. That's just such a weapon for the Warriors to have going forward. He looks, I think, as good as he's looked offensively ever, perhaps. Like, he kind of has, like, towards the end of 2019, especially, he was looking like he was finding and understanding the gravity he had in a way that Steph kind of does, too, right? He's finding rollers off screens. He's finding, uh, he's driving and dishing. He's going to the rack. And it's just, he just looks so comfortable out there offensively. And I think the fact that they have that is just, it's a gift. It's a real gift for the Warriors offense. I was thinking, I was just thinking right now, at this point with how Clay is playing, 
all drawers are Clay Thompson right now. Right now? Without, Dude, give me Clay. I have So, homerism aside, I, I think I'm taking Clay, man. Basketball. Which, basketball right now. If you had asked me this six months ago if that would ever happen again, I would have said no. But as a second fiddle and as a first fiddle last week, five no home stands. That was on that was on Clay on Thompson. The back shoulders, of Clay Thompson. He's been incredible. He's shooting forty three or forty four percent from three right now on eleven attempts a game, which is just preposterous. He's good. It, everything just looks awesome. Uh, the win streak was great, but I want to talk about Clay first. What are you? Where are you out of Clay, man? And again, I want to point out Gotham. Not one second this year. Every I, again, guys, if you can read our group text, there's not a single person who would like me. Like I'm like the least likable motherfucker in this in that <laughs> no, in that text. Um, Gotham is always a steadying force for like optimism and belief. Gotham, again, man, tell me what where are we out with Clay right now? Hey man, like Clay and it's kind of the larger win streak in, in general, but like obviously when Steph went down and and you don't have Wiggins and um ob- like we were coming in, the, I think the all-star break was 29 and 20. Were we 500 at the all-star break? So, I mean, you knew that the, these next strategies, you're playing a lot of Western Conference teams. We talked about it like this, this next stretch, especially like the, the non-staff is, is where the season could be mo- made or break, made, made or broken. Um, I don't know if that worked out great, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, but like for, for the fact that, you know, Clay Thompson for, I just want people to put, like put this in perspective, guys. The guy tore his ACL in game six of the NBA finals in a series that, I was still to this day. I don't like to do hypotheticals, but I if they if we got a healthy splash, bros, give me the dubs and seven in that series. You lose Clay Thompson to an ACL, rehabs all the way back, tears his Achilles, comes back, and a two years what a 961, 941 days or whatever it was, um, to come back, be a part of a championship team, get back to the mountaintop. But obviously the like the clay that we know and have come to love. Not, he wasn't playing the same way. And for him to to shoulder that load and and really, like, when he was getting ejected from that game against Phoenix, talking about the, with Devin Booker, like, those four rings, you know, you knew this was the kind of, this was, like, Clay knew you could get back to that. And I think a lot of us as fans, we knew it too. Like, we we, we believed that Clay had to get there. Um, he started playing back-to-backs. But the uh, the defensive side of the ball, offensively, shooting it like he was before. Um, we're seeing prime Clay Thompson. Um, this guy is looking like he hasn't lost a step. And um, what a what a way for him to to come back and um, just the, the win streak as a whole. Like um, just getting into the the five games, especially like we knew like to be down tw- double digits each game. Um, I, I really am proud of this team, man. Like the the mental and the adversity that they've gone through with their two arguably their two best players in Steph and Wiggs being out, just in and out of the lineup so much. Um, Clay coming back, Draymond and Looney kind of holding down the fort. Um, for that to culminate in like Dante, JK, Clay, JP, all these guys coming together and just putting the team on their back for five straight uh, five straight home wins. I mean, it's incredible. We're in the five seed. We had the better seed than when Steph was uh, went out than he did when he came back. Like just such a huge, huge stretch in the season in a, in a gotta have it time. And you know, today's loss against the Lakers it is what it is. I think the Lakers just don't match up well with us. Like, or we don't match up well with this like new iteration of the Lakers. It is what it is. Um, but you know, to it's it's a long season, and it, you're you're at this point the Warriors are playing re- the record game. So I'm not gonna overreact to you know one loss here and there. But it, like you said, it's a stretches kind of thing. And for them to be five and two post All Star break, that's exactly where you want to be. And um, you know, you got two kind of big time road games now. You got think you got. OKC in Memphis um, before you head back home for two tough home games. So um, it's, it's again, we're in that we're in that, you know, got to have it stage of the year. And um, to be five and two in the first seven, you know, that's that's exactly how, how you want to do it. Yeah, I think you really I mean, the whole thing. Brilliant, dude. Great. But I think pointing out that 
<laughs> Pointing out that the Warriors are in a better position now than they were when Steph got hurt. Can't Never be, seen that before. Can't be, no, no, you, you can't overstate it. Dynasty. It's also Dynasty. just exactly. And so, just to put things in perspective right now, Clay, I just pulled his numbers up since the All Star break. 26.7 points a game, 49% from the field, 47% from three on 11 attempts a game, averaging also to be clear six boards almost a game, which for Clay is he had an 11 rebound game. I forget if it was against the Clippers or against the Pelicans. Clay doesn't do that. Clippers. And all it took was Kerr saying, Hey, we need you to rebound more. And Clay was like, I got you, Steve. Like, I'll take care of it. And so, um, this he's, the ultimate, awesome. he's the ultimate just epitome of the Warriors, man. Like, Clay, I know people were talking and you know, it is what it is. Like, it's a long season. People need stuff to talk about. But, you know, Clay Thompson, we we built this di- – or not we. Like, I'm saying, like, I'm part of that fucking locker room. But, like, this dynasty was built on the back of, obviously, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And and to see uh, Clay just have his moment to, like, you know, put the team on his back. I know, I know before, like, there used to be debates of, you know, whether Clay could, you know, shoulder the load of a team and carry a team or whatever it was. Is he just a robot? He shut all, he shut all that shit up, man. Like the man's dropping thirty six on extreme efficiency in like his last four or five games, um, carrying the Warriors to where they are right now. So I got I, you know big props, Clay. I know it's the uh, the namesake of our podcast, and I wouldn't be I'm not more proud to be calling the Games Clay podcast than after this stretch. So shout out Clay, man. Shout out Clay. Huge. And again, they're winning. Which is huge. again, they lost today. We're gonna get to that in a second. But the fact that they went five and one that stretch, the fact that he just he looks comfortable and he's playing back to backs again. I, you can't, you can't get enough to play Thompson, man. Uh, I hope this continues, and I think it will. And, again, just the fact that he is more dynamic as an offensive player now than I think he's ever been is just going to help so much in the playoffs. Um, I also think, again, we got to touch on a second guy who really emerged this last week and a half in Warriors 20-year-old, Jonathan Kaminga, man. Uh, arguably the best freshman career on both ends. The Warriors have tossed him on guys like C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Um, I forget who else they played earlier in the week. Dane Willard, even at certain points, right? Uh, he CJ. looks CJ McCollum. Yeah, he's he's looks every bit the part of the guy who the Warriors thought he could be when they drafted him. He's getting to the post. He's getting to the free throw line. He had two back to back nineteen point games and wins against the Clippers and the Pelicans. Um, he's getting to the rim and again. He's he's also rebounding a little more today. He had seven boards and I think just. 13 minutes or five more. Yeah, I'll double check in a sec, but five or seven boards in the 13 minutes. He's making more of an effort for those things in addition to looking more like, oh my God, this guy can score in the mid range. He can score in the post. Yeah. Um, and more than I think we've seen. Is this, is this Jonathan coming up breaking out right now? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think so, man. He's breaking out like acne on a, on a teenager. He's, he's in that age group. <laughs> um, like the dude, man. Like this, again, it's one of the, the another one of these guys that have stepped up. And you know, obviously, we just talked about Clay and and uh, JK is a big reason too. Like defensively, just the the depth that these guys are having. Like you you're seeing the depth of the defensive on the on the wings kind of come together, and it's a large part of why they was they've been able to go on this win streak. Um, they've been able to clamp down defensively, and JK is a big part of that. Um, just as a like you said, man, he's guarding every star player that you could think of, like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Brandon Ingram. Um, whoever like Anthony Edwards, um, you know, he guys that are, are certified bucket getters in this league. And, you know, Kaminga is doing he's making life tough on these guys. And the uh the athleticism, um, the ability to that mid-range game, man. Like he I, I forget which game it was, but he kinda I think it was garbage time. He kind of like went into like a little one ribble pull up, just iced it like in the face. I mean, I forget what game it was, but that the Clipper game, um, like that, like that's kind of stuff. You're seeing the growth and 
Um, he's attacking the rim and the uh, attacking the rim has been kind of the biggest like found goal that the Warriors have had at this like stretch like that. If you watch the, if you guys go back and watch the tape and like watch these games of how they're coming back, it starts with obviously getting stops and defense and getting out in transition, but the Warriors are attacking the rim and they're, they were or like earlier in the season, the Warriors, we would say it all the time. They, they're chucking threes. Like they're not getting good shots or settling for bad threes. And they're now when they're driving to the hoop, you get a guy like JK who's got that ability to get there. Jordan Poole, when he does it, you got the ability to get in there um, and kick it out. And you're now you're starting to see like the balls moving around, flying, like Clay's hitting shots. You get guys in there, Jordan Poole, and he's getting the when he's getting good shots, he's hitting the, he's hitting those Dante. So Kuminga's the large part of that. And so for him again to develop, it hasn't had like the most um like certain minutes uh like he's he obviously was out of the lineup in the beginning of the season he's kind of had to work his way through again today you know i mean he only played 13 minutes i think anthony lamb played whatever 30 whatever it was so he's still obviously going through those growing pains i think you know there's some i'm sure that there's some small stuff behind, like behind the scenes that you know kerr and the coaching staff want to see him you know get through but for for jama malela and, and steve kerr to come out and like talk about this guy's work ethic and and just how he's been able to impact this team um, dude, shout out, shout out, like just everybody on the team, man. Like, well, I, I don't want to understate it when I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm proud of how much these guys, with all the adversity, and to be here at this position right now, it's on, it's on so many of these guys. So, it's big shout outs to Kaminga as well. So, again, all this like facts straight out of the game looks great. Um, and there's questions to be asked about the leash and whatnot that Curry gave the young guys. It's not, it's not a staple of uh, Curry with the youth coming back to Jordan Bell and <laughs> Patrick McCaw. Uh, but Kaminga is neither of those guys. I think we got to talk about the loss today a little bit, right? They lost to the Lakers today. And when you guys listen to this, it'll probably be uh, Monday or Tuesday this week. Um, really tough loss, though. Got the heels. This Steph made his comeback today, guys. It was a, a huge moment. Steph looks, again, didn't start off super great, but by the end of the game, he looked like Steph Curry. He had 19 points in the fourth quarter, which I, I didn't even realize until I was writing about it. Um, I mean, again, this is a, it's, a, it's one loss in six games, right? You got to put that in perspective. And I, you know me, I struggle with this, right? I think every loss is like, like what's that movie called? Uh, War of the Worlds, man. When the, the Tom Cruise movie, that's how I view every single Warriors loss, right? Um, but it's one, but it's also, there's some things that kind of bug me, man. But I'm curious first, what were your takeaways from this game? So I have a few things that really just kind of piss me off, to be honest. Um, but also in the, in the scheme of things, I also understand like, hey, they're in a good position to do some good things. They played good defense tonight. Um, after the first quarter, Steph looked good. Steph is back. So, what? How did you leave the game? How were you feeling? What did you What did you take away? Yeah, I mean, I, I like this new Lakers team. Like this roster, I, I genuinely believe is just a tough matchup. Um, they've got a lot of size. They've got good defensive like wing versatility. Um, and they've got guys that if you leave them open, they can knock down shots. Um, Troy Brown, Lonnie Walker would hit a couple big ones. Um, tell Tell Anthony Land about Troy Brown. Please. Yeah, man, dude, like Anthony Land, bro. <laughs> Like, stop helping, dude. Like, I, I hope, like, man, I hope he doesn't get that roster spot. But, Loreales, like, coming into this game, it f- kind of felt like, uh, you know, I even the last couple Laker games, like, it didn't feel like going into that one, you know, you knew if the Warriors were going to win it or not. And that was kind of the same feeling I had for this one. I knew Steph was coming back. Knew, uh, but, obviously, like, with Steph and uh, uh, Andre coming back, you know, just with the team being on such a such a run lately, there's adding obviously like you, the team is better when you add Steph Curry, but just working that way back in, you could see Steph was a little passive in the in the beginning, and um, it was it was a little wonky um, just with the offense in that first quarter. But um, I was really happy with the defense, honestly. Like defense in the second quarter, um, I felt like to come back from a twenty point deficit again, like 
Um, that's like that's, back quick too. It, wasn't it was fast, like, man, and it wasn't even. It didn't even feel like you know they were like like delivering haymakers. It was like they were just getting out in transition, forcing tough shots, and something that you can see that's repeatable. And for me, that was a big takeaway from this game. I know they lost, but to see that defense can travel on the road. Um, not necessarily. Obviously, they're you know they lost the game, and you want to see it for longer stretches. But to be able to do come come back twenty points on the road. Granted, it was you know the Lakers team without LeBron, but AD was cooking. Um, Draymond was hurt. Um, he hurt his hand early in that first quarter. Um, Looney was in foul trouble. So you had a lot. And man, uh, you know I don't want to talk about like whistles and stuff like that, but like we got to talk about some of these referee whistles, bro. Like. The Austin Reeves is getting a better whistle than Steph Curry. Um, you're just getting so much ticky-tack bullshit. It felt like for the first quarter, like the Warriors really couldn't play defense. Like, not that they weren't playing defense when they were, but they they didn't even have an opportunity with some of these ticky-tack football uh, uh, calls. But my takeaway from the loss, man, is that the defense, it's, it's, the defense looks like it can travel. And now it's just coming down to just, you can't turn the ball over. And you have to be able to take advantage of those like momentum plays on the road, on the road. And that's something the Warriors haven't done at all this season. Um, Obviously with that road record, but you felt it in that, in that game today, there was a couple just, you know, Jordan Poole hit that. Uh, I think it was tied and Jordan Poole had a just stupid fucking like step back three went for like a, it was a three on the other end or like it was an easy layup or something, six point swing. And then there was another like uh, there's that Anthony uh, Anthony Lamb helping off the the guy off the wing knocks down that three. Uh, Dennis Schroeder hit one in the corner. So there were so many momentum plays that just went against the Warriors, and for them to have like four or five, six chance, how, I forget how many it was at this point, but they had so many chances to get over the hump. They they felt like they tie it or get within one, but couldn't get that go ahead basket. And like those momentum plays are huge. So they're right there. Um, it looks like the defense is real. Um, this defensive kind of rejuvenation from the all-star break. So um, I just, I look forward to seeing that carry. Um, you're playing two teams that the Warriors have done pretty well against this year in the in Thunder and the Grizzlies coming up. So want to see those two. They got to win those two. I think those are not, I mean, it's not, not obviously not a must win by like, you know, you're going to be out of the of the show, but like big for, big for just seating and, and making sure that, you know, this hot streak that the Warriors have gone on, you know, continues. If you're seven and two outside after the all-star break, you know, you're, you're really going to finish that season strong. Hopefully get Wiggins back. So um, tough loss, yes. Um, but it was another one of those winnable games that uh, just kind of slipped through the cracks. And, you know, it's it, nothing nothing to panic about in my eyes, but tough one. Yeah, I so definitely not panicking. There, I, I like that you hit on the Anthony Lamb, Jordan Poole, kind of just like what are we doing here takes, right? Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Edal coming back. And I'm not saying this in a bad way. I think there's a lot of places we can start. Um, I was a little bit not thrown off, just concerned, like him coming in and kind of immediately getting some coming in minutes, which didn't necessarily happen today. He kind of just did a combination of him and Lamb and coming in sharing minutes in a lot of ways. Um, and this kind of low hanging fruit. Like, I want the guy to play more that I like, right? That's the easy thing, the easy thing to say when we're talking about the Warriors, right? Um, it just feels like Kerr trusts Slam more than Kaminga right now, right? He trusts. Don't get. Obviously, he trusts Iguodala more than Kaminga. Um, I just don't know if at this point in the season and the careers, it just feels like Kaminga deserves a longer leash than he's um, given, right? He was really bad in the first half. No, I totally acknowledge that the guy was. Uh, he missed some gimmies. He was kind of sleepy on defense. Uh, he didn't bring the same. Yeah, you're right. he's he, earned. A, he's earned a longer leash at this point, especially of late. Like in this streak, he's probably Definitely. been their second or third best player, right? Mm-hmm. I think at least most consistent on both ends. Um, I just really, 
he gives them an element that they don't have otherwise. Yep. He gives them somebody who wants to get the basket. And I was kind of tweeting about this. I think I wrote about it a little today in my recap of the game. But um, it's like it's all good and jolly to play five perimeter players, right? It's great to have it's great to have Draymond, Steph, Clay, DiVincenzo, and Lamb out there in theory in some ways, right? You have some shooting, you have a lot of space, right? When you have space like that, it doesn't matter if uh, you're not using that space, right? Mm-hmm. If if all you're doing is shooting threes and all the guys you have on the floor, all they want to do is shoot threes, you can have as much space as you want, but if you're not going to attack the rim, it doesn't help you at all. Yep. So well, like I think – coach right there. That's cool. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, Kaminga is the one guy out there who – Either, whether it was cutting or, you know, a quick catch and go, he's willing to go to the rack, right? Um, I just don't think – in certain situations, I think Iguodala is great to have out there, right? I like Iguodala more as a Draymond um, duplicate than I do as, like, a, you know, attacking wing. Because at this point in his career, I'm sorry, like, we watched tonight. I don't know if you thought the same thing. There were so many plays where Iguodala was near the basket and has a dump-off pass to somebody else because the guy has yeah. no desire to shoot the ball right now, right? The three ball again. He's he's brilliant, right? He's a plus fourteen tonight. I think he had I think he had zero points. He might have had two. Okay, um, he didn't do a whole lot with the ball, but he is who he is. Right? He's Andre Iguodala. There's not a single guy that as the far as like that. Is still there, man. The, oh, he looks great, man. The hands are in. Can we pause, man? This guy hasn't played in like two months. Yeah. And he had I think there's one strip we're probably both thinking of, right? Where he came from the week. Not the week. Yeah, he came from the corner, dropped down, and it was like okay. How do you I, – I, this is one thing I always think to myself before I hop in a game, right? I'm always like, okay, I've watched the Warriors. I, I need to start doing that more. And that ball comes down, I need to reach for it. Like, who am I, man? What am I thinking, right? Um, the coordination it takes to actually spot the ball every it, single time. Contact and not foul every time? It's incredible. Damn. And the fact that he can do that after two months of not playing is awesome, right? And I love Iguodala as um, Draymond insurance in a lot of ways, okay? I don't love him as – take a lot of minutes here because again in my head right now and I love Andre Iguodala he's one of my favorite like six or seven favorite players ever okay mm-hmm. at this point he does not give the Warriors a whole lot on offense outside of a non-turnover player which is helpful right he's not going to turn the ball over but they need what Jonathan Kaminga brings right now they need that and again when Kaminga is in the game people might say well Kaminga goofs up off ball and he can't shoot the ball very well right now um just for context, Anthony Lamb is shooting 27% from three post-All-Star break, okay? Jonathan Kaminga is shooting 44 45% from three. And to be clear, I don't think either of those guys are shooters. I don't think either of them are legit shooters at all. But when you have Kaminga at point of attack, he's better than Anthony Lamb. He's not in the same position as Anthony Lamb is on defense when they're on defense, first of all, okay? And Anthony Lamb, we just talked about, right? You just mentioned it. He's helping off the slot. The he's time. not even helping, man. He's, he's in no man's land, right? He's he's yeah. he's not. He's half to the, halfway to the nail, halfway to the slot. It's just it's a three four. Who was that? Ble- Beasley, Schroeder at the end. It was yeah, just Schroeder. Like a, Schroeder. At yeah, the end. it's it's what are, what are we doing? You're not guarding anybody. That happens almost every single game. Every and game. so with the give and take there, I think the upside of Kaminga, especially in a game where you're not getting anything, the Warriors scored 18 points in the third quarter. When you're not getting anything, have a guy out there who wants to get to the basket. And I really just hope that this is not a pattern going forward of Iguodala getting those minutes and Lamb getting those minutes just because. Maybe Kuminga has a slow start or is not hitting some shots he might hit or is missing a read or two. Because I think if you trust this kid, you get so much more out of him. And we've seen that, especially during this win streak, that more than we – they need to give him more leash. They have to. 
thousand percent. I think he's earned it. Like like you said, I mean, for for Steve Kerr to come out and say like he's played some of the best games of his career in these last couple, and we've seen some great Kaminga games like last year, this year, um, especially earlier on the season. I figured, I think it was a Mavericks game um, on the road that he had just had an absolute masterclass. Um, and so for Kerr to keep like I I just didn't understand it. Um, I trust Steve Kerr, but you know this this is one that I, I genuinely don't understand. I I mean. I'll go even side. I mean, I think Patrick Baldwin works more than Anthony Lamb, but you know that's that's a whole another whole another discussion. It's not so though. It's a matter of like, again, like I said, I don't think Kaminga's a shooter. I don't think yeah, he's, he's not. Play. He's not, but he's he's, not, he's the, made some threes recently. Exactly. He's like Lamb. Yeah, like Lamb anymore. again. Yeah, and so Patrick Baldwin on the note you're saying that kid can shoot. Exactly, and if you're just he's looking for that's a, that stroke is real, man. And if you're looking for just somebody to space the floor and. You're seeing it a lot of times. I think down the stretch too, like Lamb, he had those. I think he went one for three on those like big time threes. I think during the clutch, and the, he was wide open, man. Like it wasn't like, and there was nobody around him. Like those are shots that you have a Patrick Baldwin out there. And I'm not saying he might not even get that like that open look, but that just means that somebody else, something else is opening up on the offense. So you're getting oh. a lot more. You're getting a lot more options with, with some of these other guys that I don't see what Anthony Lamb brings to the table. Um, but you know. I don't, we don't call the shots, but well, we're not breaking news here, right? But I love that you mentioned that that man was wide open. My dad, my dad's been coaching for a long time, right? He always tells his his kids like when they shoot a three, they're wide open. A lot of the time, it's on listen, you're open for a reason, okay? Mm-hmm. Anthony Lamb can get to the point now where listen, we I think we have kind of mostly agreed this year, and especially of late, that the three ball from Anthony Lamb is um, a little bit of fool's gold. Right, it's uh, not a lot. Bit, and again, twenty-seven. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Right, not a fool. And if if he's not guarded out there as that small ball four, he's not giving you much offensively. Right, and again, the mistakes just keep coming and coming defensively. I, I know Kerr gave us that. Like we he's, we see Lamb doing things that the average fan doesn't understand. Like okay, maybe we can also see the. Like the only that. thing I'll give Lamb is like his on-ball defense is very decent. Like you, no, guy he moves the hell out of the very, very well. Yeah, but everything else, I'm like, dude, Kuminga. It's like it's not like Kuminga is an on-ball defense is bad. Like that guy is a great POV guy. Like if you compare apples to apples, and I bet on the young superstar or like star prospect that you have over. The journeyman, like two way guy. No, I have no disrespect to like two way guys in general. It's just the with the talent, with the with what they bring to the table. I don't. I, I'm with you, man. I, I I totally agree that that JK deserves a lot more. Um, before we before we go and 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 pivot um to like are the Dubs back? Because that's that's the last part of this that I want to get to. Um, one more guy that we need to touch on, man. Our guy JP. Um, I know JP is is a source of of so much happiness and also just pulling out hair um uh for us but it's the biggest like no 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 yes but also no 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 fuck man what the hell just happened like why are you doing that and Jordan Poole is the epitome of that man I I I truly love the guy like he is a I think he's a superstar in the making um the guy is going to be um the point guard of the future for the Warriors I think he he is young Steph I truly believe that when he's when he is on his game and he's he's making the right reads and he's playing the point guard position that he can do. Um, he's developing as a player. I, th- I truly believe the guy has the potential to not be, you know, top five greatest players of all time, but um, in that, you know, great point guard, the next young, great point guard, but man, these shots, bro. Some of these fucking shots are actually the worst decision-making shot selection, whatever you want to call it, that I've, I've seen just situational basketball is just, is just zero. Like, 
today, today, a couple days ago, whatever it is, I think it was, I forget which game he got bailed out on that Dante rebound. I think it was a Pelicans game. Um, but like 12 on the shot clock, it's a two point game. You got like two minutes left and you're just chucking up another like step back wild three. Um, like he's got the confidence of Steph Curry and I, I love that. But there are times like, and you see him during this win streak, like when you're attacking the basket, he's getting to the, he's getting to the foul line. He's getting to the rim. Um, he can beat anybody with his first step. That first step is lethal. Um, there's nobody that can guard this guy just one-on-one. Um, and if they do, they're going to, they might, they're probably going to end up fouling him. So just your thoughts quickly on JP. Um, just, he didn't get, he wasn't in the closing lineup today. Um, obviously as the team kind of gets more whole, uh, but just, just give me your thought, quick thoughts on, on Jordan Poole, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the way you, I feel what you said it was, oh, 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 why the fuck did you do that? Is a pretty good way to describe that, man. So oh, man. I wanted, there's, there's two things, right? So very clearly, I think this, the Warriors are above 500 without Steph Curry. For the first time, I, I mean, literally since Kevin Durant was around, and even then it was barely about 501 KD was there. That's not a, that's a, that's a testament to how dedicated the Warriors are to their system, uh, which is Steph Curry, right? But it's also the fact that Jordan Poole is is maintaining a 500 record with this team is is it can't be overstated how crazy that is, right? But simultaneously, you know, the decision making on his end sometimes it just it's confounding, right? That three you mentioned when it's I think it was 93-91 or it was a close game, right? And close game. I think it was tied. It must have been. Yeah, maybe it was tied, but my point is, like, there were 20 seconds left in the shot clock. And yeah, he had yes. just made a mistake the previous possession. It's like, hey, what's, what are we doing here? So he, I want to give some context for the evening, right? So you mentioned Poole getting to the basket. And this week, the thing of the Warriors' win streak was going to the rack. It was going to the rack and getting stops. That was it. They got stops on defense, and they got to the hole. Okay. Poole tonight, or Poole this afternoon against the Warriors – Against Jesus, man. Pool against kind of was at times. Kind of was long, long day, man. Uh, against the Lakers, took eleven shots. He took ten threes. And he took a mid-range jumper. Okay, that was not contested. going to the rack. Those three dudes around him on that jumper too. Contested mid-range jumper. That was it. Those were his eleven field goal attempts tonight or this afternoon. Okay, that's unacceptable for a team that quite literally has three guys right now in Steph, Jordan Poole, and uh, Jonathan Kaminga, who. Frequently, can get to the rack, and Clay Clay has somehow some, Clay has somehow inserted himself into that, which is just bananas, given where Clay has been his whole career. But again, as far as the athleticism, the quickness, the first step, he's the guy that hey man, you're shooting 32 percent from three. You're shooting be- like below what Draymond is shooting right now from downtown, and that's partially and in large part due to shot selection. 100%. But you're not you're not Clay, you're not Steph. I wish he was, and maybe, like you said, maybe he's an all-star one day, and I think I can totally see it, right? I've given the Kyrie comparison over and over again. He reminds me of Kyrie so much with his creativity with the ball. That's not, that's not the point right now. He, he can get to the basket whenever he wants. And I know Anthony Davis is down there. You still have to go. And again, the Warriors need to get this in their heads where, yeah, Davis is down there. Davis is their only big man who's actually effective. He had a couple fouls. Go. Go. Kaminga, go. Play. Don't get hurt, but please go. Yeah. Cool. Go. That three ball at 20 seconds left in the shot clock, three ball kills them. And it's great, right? We always talk about process and results. Yeah. If he makes it, we're like, oh my God, that's a oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Right? You don't want to see that over. We don't want that, right? I see. Catch and shoot. Go to the rack. It's got to change tonight. It cost them again. I hope everything tonight that went wrong, which is, in my opinion, coming in, not getting enough run, 
pool with 10 attempts from three. That's, bana- that's crazy. He's shooting 32%. He's having one of the worst high-volume three-point shooting seasons of all time right now. You can't be doing that, man. That's not your game right now. And, yeah, I think Jordan Poole is not a 32% shooter. I think he's probably – if he's wide open, he's a 37 38 39% shooter. He didn't take wide-open shots, man. Thanks to Steph Curry shot. was Steph Curry. Ex- that's, exactly. So, you know, you got to hope that tonight – today was a, was a weird, you know, just a blip on what's been a very successful last week and a half and that these guys get back to what worked while Steph was gone because it worked. They have a schedule coming up that's, that's pretty doable. They've got uh, OKC on Tuesday. I think that either SGA is out or is on minutes restriction. I one of those two. Um, and they've got Memphis on, on Thursday. Good God. That's um, a show. Shit show is a, is a great way to put that right. Um, go check out Jalen Rose's tidbit on Jaw. Pretty good. And it was um, definitely it was sympathetic and reasonable, but also Jaw. Clean it up, man. Um, Figure it out, dude. Go get it. But that team might be without Jaw. You know, prayers up to Brandon Clark, man. Guy towards Achilles. You never want to see that. Guy's a hustler and he's a stud. So hopefully he recovers and gets back next year like Clay Thompson did. Uh, but that, those are two winnable games on the road, right? So hopefully today was just a weird one. The team kind of got away from what works and they go back to what works next week. But that's where I'm at right now with Jordan Poole and the team right now. All right, man. I, I totally agree. I can't add anything on. I mean, I, I, the context for the Jordan Poole discussions is, is major right now, but I'm with you. Like, it's it, it needs to needs to clean it up. Um, But, exactly, again, it's like the fine line because he's, he's played so well, too, like at points. So weird uh, – Weird situation with JP, but uh, we'll get there. Before we get out of here, man, I got I just got one question for you. Are the Dubs back? Are the Dubs back, man? Uh, you know me. You know there's no chance now I'm saying yes. Uh, they are the five seed, though, and I will take that for now. Back? No. I, will, I mean, again, I want to be super clear. I'm more I'm, – I'm like – there's a spectrum between myself and Gotham. Charlie's in the middle usually. Charlie's right. in the middle. I'm past Charlie moving towards Gotham probably in a way that I haven't been all season. Uh, I'm not scared of anybody in the West anymore. I'm just not. I'm not. I think the West is, and that's not because Katie isn't, you know, who Katie is. It's not because the Oak is incredible. I don't, I'm not scared of the Suns. I'm not scared of the Mavs. Uh, the, honestly, I'm not kidding you. I'm more scared of the Kings than those two teams. Kings, if he's legit, bro. Everybody's like, give me the Kings in the first round. Like, I still think the Warriors beat them, but that's a good team right there. That's they a tiring, long series, man. It goes anywhere from five to seven. If it's five, it's a long, grueling five. Yeah, um, but no, I need this team again. We 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 do this. I did this, right? We're talking about seeding. This team is not guaranteed a five seed. They're not guaranteed a six seed. We got to stop that, I think, and just start talking about, hey, I hope this team is not in the plan. And if they are in the plan, I hope to hell they avoid the Lakers. Um, so no, I don't think they're back, but I do think if they get in and they're healthy, I think they're the best team in the West if they get in and they're healthy. Uh, they're not back to me until they're actually solidified in that position. And that's that's a very fair uh, that's a very fair assessment right there. I mean, I'm gonna preface my my take with um, like get healthy, get GP back, Wigs back, Steph into the fold. Um, but the Warriors are fucking back, baby. They're back. Uh, we're winning the championship. We're winning number five. Um, you you said it, bro. Nobody in the fucking West scares me. Um, there there's. The amount of mid that is going on in this conference right now, um, Denver, shout out Jokic, having a great year, don't scare me. Grizzlies, shit show, obviously don't scare me. Kings, shout out Mike Brown, don't scare me. Everybody else, man, there's not one team I believe, and we haven't seen it in a decade plus. Um, until I see somebody beat 
Steph, Clay, Draymond, and a Steve Kerr coach team in a seven-game series when they're fully healthy. I'm rocking with those dudes till the end of time. Um, this season is no different. The Western Conference is a lot younger. Um, there are a lot of younger teams that are in there, and the one thing that the Warriors have over all these young teams is championship experience, pedigree. Um, they haven't lost a Western Conference series since 2014 or whatever, 15, that championship year, 20, whatever that was. The last one was to the Spurs um, with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili. Clippers, Clippers, 2014. Oh, that's right. Never mind. 2014. First round. Right. Everybody's hurt. Draymond was hurt. Uh, Neil was hurt. Jermaine and Neil. <laughs> Andrew Bogut was injured that series, I want to say. Yeah. Steph Curry had that insane uh, game seven, um, like half court heave at halftime. Um, but I'm taking the Warriors, man. Like, they're, we're back. Um, just get there healthy, like you said. Get to the dance. Get into the top six. Um, but however that shakes out, um, we're there, man. Um, so the dub's back. And I'm 1,000% predicting number five. Um, time Kobe, time Magic, Kareem, or Kareem at six, but Magic, all these guys. Uh, but before we get out of here, I'm glad that the uh, the, the dubs are back. We got that out of the way. Matt, anything to plug before we get out of here? Lakers, Warriors, uh, recap up today on uh, GSW Fast Break. Check it out, guys. Go read Chuck as always. We miss him. We wish he was here today. Um, and uh, follow Gotham on Twitter, man. Especially if you're like, if you were like a, a Warriors, Warriors. At heart, man, Gotham is probably, in my opinion, one of the best two or three follows on Twitter. So um, give him a go, please. Give Chuck a follow. Give Chuck a read. And um, Gotham, I'll just sign us off, man. Hey, man, thank you so much for that. Uh, go check out Mad GSW Fast Break. Go check out Chuck Swish Theory. Uh, keep following us at Games Clay, man. Until the next episode. Peace.